Humboldt. Last week. It is on like commercial crab season. This is Humboldt last week. My name is Miles Cochran. This is a way to hear about some of the highlights from Humboldt's last week while you do stuff. Available where you get podcasts. Please do spread the word. Let someone know if you've been enjoying this. You can connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com or on Facebook. Appreciate those comments. Keep them coming. Much appreciation to the podcast partners this week. They make this thing possible. Bongo Boy Studio, Primal Decor, Tattoo and Body Piercing Studio, Lori Lewis at the Old Steeple in Ferndale on the 14th, and Mazzotti's. You know, since I took a little break, I'll share some of the highlights from the week that I missed. Did you have a nice couple weeks? Hope things have slowed down for you a little bit after the holidays. Anyway, here's Humboldt uh, two weeks ago. From the time standard, HSU's head football coach is maybe planning to resign. This comes after a pretty weird year, not knowing if the school was going to keep the program. Rob Smith is his name. He had some great seasons, some great players during his 10 years with the Jacks. No word yet if his retirement is official. From the sheriff's office, a man was stabbed to death in Oric. They arrested the suspect, who the Mad River Union pointed out was previously noted as a gang member by police. And Channel 3 pointed out the Oric murder suspect has also been charged with three counts of child cruelty. That's one to follow. Also from the sheriff's office, on New Year's Day, a man was shot to death in rural southern Humboldt. Victim was 28-year-old Saul Pacheco, Hispanic, shorter, heavier set. They shared an older booking photo of him. Officers were hoping to get more info from the public to help with that investigation. From Channel 3, the Trump administration is proposing offshore drilling along the Humboldt coast. Politicians that rep us, such as Mike McGuire, Jared Huffman, and Jim Wood, said they'd fight that. A kid that went to Arcata High and HSU played some music in the latest Star Wars movie. According to the Union, the young man is named Tyler Hunt. He played the Steel Pans for the song Canto Bright. Composer John Williams called him an outstanding performer. Nice. Yeah, Sunset Magazine called Eureka a game changer in an article about the best places to live in the West. According to Channel 3, they pointed out Eureka's artists per capita, proximity to the Redwoods, 18th century architecture, waterfront restoration, and the Bay Trail that they're working on. Yeah, Sunset Magazine with more than a million subscribers. Awesome, Eureka. From Loco, Humboldt County Schools reached an agreement on a policy for now allowing kids to pursue education at schools in other towns. Inter-district transfers. So that's not dead for now. Lines were pretty long for recreational weed. I'm sure you saw a lot of that on social media. Big ol' thank you goes out to podcast sponsors Bongo Boy Studio. Local band Diggin' Dirt has been recording there. Yeah, I'm down with the brown as you already know. Pero adios, Julita. I have to go now. Who got that good? That's all I need right now. They say they make funk, rock, and reggae groove music behind the Redwood Curtain. Looks like they've got a new EP in the works. That's Diggin' Dirt. Check them out. And look into where they've been recording locally at bongoboystudio.com. And now jumping into Humboldt last week, because we were just talking about Humboldt two weeks ago. The fire department said in Myrtletown, some neighbors rescued two sleeping kids and their dad from a smoky house. 
Thankfully, nobody was hurt. Damage to the house was minimal due to the neighbors putting the fire out. I guess it was a pot of oil that was overheated. After all that, according to dispatch reports, the dad fought with a neighbor outside. Sheriff's office arrested him for child endangerment. Officers told Kim Kemp, and I'm paraphrasing, that he started cooking and then passed out drunk. Either way, hat tip to Humble Bay Fire and those heads up neighbors. A cartoonist who grew up here had his work air on Nickelodeon. Three minute short called Cupcakery of Doom. 31 year old Trevor Reese is from Eureka. He's been drawing this diabolical bear and mouse duo since middle school. They aim to take over the world with their delicious cupcakes. Super visually satisfying, actually. According to the Times Standard, he used shots of the Arcata Plaza and Old Town Eureka as the layout for this fictional town, Ruby Cove. He uh, originally pitched this to Nickelodeon at Comic-Con San Diego in 2014, so it took a while for it to air. But anyway, congratulations, Trevor, joining up with the creator of SpongeBob when it comes to Nickelodeon stars with Humboldt ties. The uh, Memorial Lighthouse in Trinidad, I'm sure you've heard a lot about that. It was not moved some 20 feet away. It was on that photogenic yet unstable bluff, and some tribal members said the minor move would damage their ancestors' graves. So there were protests on site to prevent the move, and last week, the stakeholders all got together. They agreed quickly to move the thing along with its big old bell a little further away, temporarily down to the harbor area, which is owned by the Trinidad Rancheria. It's just down the hill from where it was at the start of the Trinidad head trail. And yeah, they're working on finding a permanent place for the thing. Is at that old location for 69 years, as Loco pointed out. Do you shop at Safeway much? Yeah, they are no longer going to be open 24 hours a day in Humboldt. According to the Times Standard, most of the stores will close now from 1 in the morning until 5 in the morning. The Arcata location closing from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. McKinleyville, 1 a.m. until 6 a.m. Channel 3 noted a poster indicating these changes at Safeway were due to high theft rates and safety reasons. I'd also imagine profit margins during those hours take a dip, too. Uh, cutting back on these hours, you know, it seems like something people could lose their jobs or hours over, so that's a bummer. Uh, but I don't know, when was the last time you were at Safeway at 3 in the morning? Thanks a lot to episode partners Primal Decor Tattoo and Body Piercing Studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. Established in 95, it's the longest-running tattoo and piercing shop in Humboldt. They keep it fun, they keep it safe. For high-quality artistic work with a community-minded staff, that's Primal Decor Tattoo and Body Piercing Studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. Well, a Eureka man was arrested for the continuous sexual abuse of a child. EPD reported that would be 35-year-old Sang Yang, and the victim was under the age of 14. The three remaining suspects accused last winter of luring a young man out to Manila, carjacking him and shooting him to death. They're each going to have separate trials coming up in March. One suspect indicated the motive was the molestation of a little girl something that was investigated but never legally proven. And this person also said the intent was a beatdown and not a murder. According to Loco, the accused shooter was also recently charged with possession of drugs or drug paraphernalia in jail. The trial began for a man accused about eight months ago of murdering a man in Shelter Cove by running him over with his truck. According to Loco, defense attorneys are calling this a tragic accident, saying the victim was high on meth and trying to hit the driver's truck with a weed whacker. 
Prosecutors are saying it was nothing short of first-degree murder. The trial was unexpectedly paused last week, and that'll resume soon. Might have even resumed by the time you hear this. Hey, did you make it out to the ice skating rink in Fortuna? Gosh, that was a blast. Well, most of it was a blast. My girlfriend got pretty bruised up. A lot of fun with my family. My little girl, Audrey, is a heck of a skater for age three. And uh, yeah, apparently the ice skating rink might not be a thing next winter. A report from Channel 3 suggested while the organizer's goal is to one day see the opening of a permanent rink in Sport Center, for now they're trying to hand over responsibility of running the thing. And if they don't find someone... Yeah, so the Humboldt Timberwolves Hockey Club reportedly might do it, but nothing's finalized yet. Keep an eye on that. The former jail officer accused of sexual abuse against kids might see prosecutors amend his number of victims from three boys to six. Loco reported the DA's office is looking to do that. We'll see if it happens. 30-year-old Corey Fisher Sr. could go to prison for life if convicted of all charges. Right now, he is segregated from the jail's general population. This episode is possible thanks to partners Ferndale Music Company with Grammy Award winner Lori Lewis playing at the Old Steeple January 14th. Won't you come down, down to town now? Good times for me and you. Forget A Grammy winner, Relics Magazine, says she creates some of the most artful and sophisticated folk and bluegrass music. That's Lori Lewis in the right hands of the Old Steeple in Ferndale January 14th. Tickets at FerndaleMusicCompany.com. Did you hear about the uh, out-of-town contractors drinking in their hotel room in Eureka, playing with guns, and one of them accidentally got shot in the leg? That's what they told EPD anyway. Making gun safety people shake their heads for sure. Wow, so the sheriff's deputy who's off work fighting cancer for nine months, Charlie Lamb, he's back on the job. According to the sheriff's office, his chances of survival were at 30%. You remember that? Community donations and fundraisers help pay for some of his medical bills. You are amazing, Humboldt. You know, the possibility of having this beautiful life stripped from you really puts things into perspective. So, good work, Charlie. Welcome back to Fighting Crime. Awesome job. The woman accused of burning down a wing of the now-demolished ratty old Blue Heron Motel along Broadway in Eureka, you know, the one across from the bowling alley, Loco reported that she got two years in prison. A local construction company is reportedly associated with a proposed cannabis extraction facility along 299 between Arcata and Blue Lake. According to Loco, the planning commission narrowly approved this, despite opposition from the water district who said this could jeopardize drinking water. An agent repping the construction company, Mercer Fraser, basically said this is more of the same for that area. Anything they do there will be permitted, lawful, and reviewed. Like I said, it was approved 3-2 to two by the Planning Commission. Now it's up to the Board of Supervisors on the final say. Oh, local novelist Jaylyn Bailey, have you heard of her? She put out a well-received young adult fantasy series called The Black Chronicles, well, she sadly lost her cousin that she grew up in the same house with, someone she called a brother, to a school shooting in southern Oregon. 
Yeah, and her new book, Standing Sideways, partially stems from that experience. This release says the book has been reviewed as beautiful and poignant and a relevant story about growth and love. And get this, all proceeds from the book benefit a CR scholarship for those wanting to go back to school, which is really nice. So if you want to buy a copy from her, she'll have a book signing on the evening of the 30th at the Strong's Creek Plaza in Fortuna. Get Jalen Bailey's new book, Standing Sideways. Got a lot of appreciation for podcast partners Mazzotti's in Old Town in Eureka and on the Plaza in Arcata. Classic Italian recipes. They've been handcrafting lunch and dinner in our community for over 30 years. Enjoy steaks, seafood, soups, salads, sandwiches, pizzas, calzones, and more. Their freshness and quality are second to none. Visit Mazzotti's today. So direct flights from Humboldt to LA, it's happening again, starting up in June, on the 7th of June. United Airlines will be doing a daily flight to and from Los Angeles. So the last time the Humboldt to LAX connection was active was 2005 to 2011. Uh, this is good news. It's good for tourism. It's good for business. It could help employers here attract quality people. It could mean more opportunities for the film and television industries. I saw the film commissioner posting about that. And uh, on the phone with me right now is Humboldt County Aviation Program Coordinator, Emily Jacobs, who helped make this happen. Thanks so much for your time, Emily. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on the good news. Thank you. So we've had an L.A. flight before. Uh, the last stretch, like I mentioned, was about six years long, ending in 2011. What is the key to keeping this flight active for a long, long time? Okay, well, so, um, you know, with with their service, um, there's no guarantee that's because it's up to more than just the community. You know, there's airline um, issues that can determine those things. For instance, when we had um, service to L.A., in 2011, it was a very successful route and had a great load factor. Um, but the airline itself went through some changes, and uh, they, you know, had let go of a lot of small communities at that time due to some reorganization of their business model. So, uh, you know, but it's very important for us as a community to do everything that's in our power to keep a route. Um, and one of the reasons that we got this route is because we have data on a successful route from the past, and so. Um, you know, it's it, it, we have the backing that it is a, a successful route, so which is one of the reasons we're able to attract it again. What are the main things that we can do on our end? So um, the biggest, uh, best, first, foremost thing the community can do is to use the service. Um, and so, uh, you know, the more we use it, the more successful it is, and uh, that's really important. Um, also, you know, having a good partnership with our airline and um, having, uh, you know, positive uh, relationship with the airlines really helps a lot in retaining that service as well. And this is a one-year contract, is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, I know I mentioned some of this briefly, but um, what do you see as the top benefits Humboldt will see from having an LA flight, at least for this next year? Um, well, we already know from data that we have about 45,000 to 50 passengers and planements um, every year when, when we had LA going to LA. And so that will be very positive for the community members that have business in LA, family in LA, um, or want to access LA for the tourism activities that are there, you know, you can 
take cruises from there, and there's Disneyland there. Um, and LA also will have, um, with your United, has some great international connections as well as many domestic connections, which is something that will help us in the hub traffic arena. Excellent. So I was looking at the price of these flights. I was checking out Google Flights, and you know I was seeing round trip prices at around four hundred and fifty bucks, somewhere around there. Uh, clearly, you know prices go up on certain days, and typically, if you book more in advance, you'll save money. Is that four hundred and fifty dollars in up range something we should expect to be the norm? Uh, well, you know, I think um, maybe more around 395 would be the norm, just round trip to L.A. if you're booking, you know, three or four weeks in advance. Uh, there will be specials for sure as we get closer to the launch. So, you know, definitely watch out for those. We'll have promotional sales. And um, and one of the things, too, I like to do is I use Google Flights. And if you also, if you go to the Fly Humboldt website, there's right on there, there's a tutorial, and you can just jump right in, and it'll show you how to use it. And you can set a tracker for so you'll be notified when the price drops on a flight. And so that's a great way to do it as well if you have an upcoming trip set those alerts in Google Flights and uh, you'll get your best price. Uh, but I was seeing um, already some really good European connections from great prices. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. And uh, Mexico as well. I think I saw some pretty amazing prices already before there are even specials in the system. So. Wow. So I don't know how that works. So like if they connect, say, to Mexico or to Europe, does that really drive down the price of the uh, you know Humboldt to LAX connection? Absolutely. So the airlines make their money in the bigger flights, you know, between the hubs. And so although regional traffic is 44% of airline traffic, but it's just, you know, the regional flights there are much smaller. They make much less money on them. But when you connect on, they're factoring that in. So, for instance, there was only about 40 or $50 difference from leaving ACV to Germany or leaving SFO to Germany when I was looking at what some of the good connections to Europe would be. So, oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. So you know, the, in in uh, where say if you're going to San Francisco, you can find that with Asia. You know, if you're going to Japan or Thailand, um, oftentimes you know it's it's only between fifty and a hundred dollars more to fly from ACV, which you know. For me personally, after I'm doing some international travel, I would much rather just fly all the way back to oh, Yeah, being straight home would be so good. Well, there's so many benefits, and, you know, in line with those benefits, um, do you think having this L.A. flight could potentially help recruit more airlines, you know, bring that Portland flight back or bring in another destination? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, if, if our um, usage of the community to... Um, LA is what it was when we had this service before. Um, one of the really nice things was that we kept adding capacity and ridership kept going up, you know, and so typically when you know where you're at your limit when you plateau, you know, you've added a third airline but you don't have more passengers or, or you've added more seats but your passenger ridership doesn't go up. So when we had it before, we were using it to its full potential and we were still able to interest um, an airline in going east. And so we will still be pursuing something to the east as our most successful as far as um, filling seats. And we also have uh, an FAA grant of $750,000 to supplement that for somebody to start up a, a new service. So, but definitely filling up these flights just paints a really nice picture to the airlines of here's a community that's using its air service and they really want that connecting traffic. So, 
You said a flight to the east. Are you talking about Reading? No, uh, to the east would be something like Denver or Salt Lake. Oh, well. Well, I only used the uh, L.A. flight once back in the day. And, you know, I can't really remember, like, how often did that flight have to be canceled because of the weather or whatever else? Well, the L.A. flight, you know, it did pretty well, but um, we had different runway equipment at the time, and it was also um, a turboprop aircraft. So um, those cancellation issues that have to do with our weather are pretty much obsolete. I mean, not 100% of the time, once in a while, uh, there's an issue, but when we run into weather issues now, it's actually more centered around weather at the main hub causing backups in the whole system. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I saw North Coast News talking about how, you know, the L.A. flights are less delayed than, say, the San Francisco flights for weather. Right. Because L.A. doesn't have weather issues. So. Pretty nice. (laughs) Well, uh, I guess the final talking point, there's been a lot of talk of renaming the airport. Uh, You know, not a lot of people have California Redwood Coast Humboldt County Airport readily accessible from memory. In fact, I only have it memorized because it's right on this piece of paper here. Are there plans to rename the airport? You know, I I know that that was a uh, recommendation in the Volair governance study that the county just had done, and so I'm not sure what their decision is on that, uh, what the board's decision will be on that, but you uh, can read all about all those suggestions and more um, in those Volair reports. If you're interested, I can uh, email you a link that sounds excellent. Are they available at, like, flyhumble.com or anything like that? I'm not sure, um, but I think they're available on the county website, and if they're not, I'm, I'll put them up on there. Okay, excellent. Well, you know, like, in terms of renaming the airport, I'd, I'd say, like, the thing we should not do is ask the Internet to rename the airport, because that's how you get an airport named Redwood McPlainface or something. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, Plainy McPlainface or something like that. Plainy McPlainface in the Redwoods, yeah. <laughs> So uh, is there anything else you wanted to mention, Emily? Well, the only other thing I would say is that uh, we're kind of trying to get the message out to the community that with these bigger aircraft that we're flying now, these awesome 76 passenger jets, it's good for people to get to the airport at least an hour early because we do have to get everybody through screening. And um, and so, you know, it's uh, with the old turboprops that were 30 passenger, uh, it, it wasn't as necessary to get here so early, but it's a really good idea for people to get here a bit earlier now. Well, a little bit more prep time. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Emily. I really do appreciate you taking the time to chat. Sure. Thank you. Hey, again, my name is Miles Cochran. Thanks again for listening to Humboldt last week. Really do appreciate the episode partners. They make this thing happen. Bongo Boy Studio. Find them at bongoboystudio.com. Primal Decor, Tattoo and Body Piercing Studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. Ferndale Music Company with Lori Lewis at the Old Steeple on the 14th. And Mazzotti is quality Italian food in Old Town in Eureka and on the Plaza in Arcata. You can check out HumboldtLastWeek.com to connect. You can also find new music there. Head over there for a fresh playlist including Cianvar, Superorganism, and Dawson Hollow.
Again, that playlist is at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Just click on New Music. Yeah, and please do let me know if you have any ideas, comments. That makes the podcast better. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.